0: Happy New Year, Mosaic friends and family, and uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Ben Deaver here, uh, co lead pastor at Mosaic Church, and I'm very excited to say Happy New Year to you, maybe for the first time. Um, So thanks again for tuning in. I have two tools for 2023 for our church family, and you can share these tools with anyone and everyone you know, and they are High Low Buffalo and Word of the Year, okay? First, High, low, buffalo. This is a tool that you can use around your dinner table with your family or at a meeting or with a group of friends. I've been using it in all of those contexts uh, at our our family meals, in our staff and elder meetings, and also at our uh, Wednesday night small group. So here's the deal. High, low, buffalo. Choose one thing from the day or the past week and then uh, for each of these, for a high, a low, and a buffalo. Keep it brief, all right? We're going to practice our storytelling. We're going to practice our presence with one another, um, and we're going to keep it brief. We're going to be present with one another, but not go into counseling giving mode or advice giving mode, okay? So we're just wanting to hear from one another and maybe follow up on these things a little bit later. So you might be asking, okay, I understand what a high is. That's something positive, a low, something maybe negative, but what is a buffalo? So glad you asked. Great question. Buffalo is just simply something that is random. It's your opportunity to just think of some random thing from your week or your day and just to share that and practice your storytelling, all right? So I'll go first here. I'll share a a quick high-low buffalo, but I'm going to choose one from the past year because this is a New Year's talk, all right? So a high for me, of course. How could I not share that a high is tall grass at the well becoming mosaic church, very excited to wrap up this revisioning process and this this new iteration of this this uh, what God is doing in and through this community of people, Mosaic Church. So that's my high. My low um, is some of the the friends that have been involved in our church who've decided to move on to either to a different church or move out of town or or any you know anyone who's been with us and is no longer with us. That's definitely a low for me. Consistently a low as I've done life and ministry here in Manhattan, Kansas, where people come and go all the time. And it's always tough, but it's still worth it, you know, the work that we do. And then a buffalo. I'm excited to share my buffalo with you. Uh, The buffalo is last year I coached Maddox. He's my nine-year-old son, his team, and we were the Celtics. This year our team is the Thunder. So that's kind of random, right? Just like it should be, a buffalo. But now you know something about me that you didn't previously know, and you can ask me about it later when I see you next. So. Next time I see you, maybe ask me, how how did the thunder season finish up? All right, so that is high, low buffalo. Now I'm gonna give you a chance now to push pause and uh, talk about this with whoever you're with. Practice a little high, low buffalo. All right, push pause. And I totally understand if you didn't push pause and you're still with me because I often do that in videos like this as well. Okay, welcome back, friends. Before uh, I introduce Word of the Year to you, I want to cast just a little vision about why Word of the Year, okay? So Ephesians uh, 2.10 says, We are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So that's the NIV, the New International Version. Uh, The the NLT, the New Living Translation, says we are God's masterpiece. Now, I like that. It makes me think of a piece of artwork that's beautifully crafted and and amazing to look at. But in the original language, in the Greek, the word is uh, we are God's poema. Now, what does that sound like? What does poema sound like? You got it. It sounds like poem. And that is what this verse in Ephesians 2.10 is talking about, that we, the church, are God's beautiful poem that will tell the story and brag on God's mercy for eternity. We are trophies of God's grace, and we are his masterpiece. And that will be declared for eternity. You might even think of this as a mosaic, right? Where all the broken pieces have been polished, Up, put together to make something beautiful. So maybe our translation here in our church for this verse would be We are God's mosaic, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So this is, uh, Paul is writing to a group of people, not just to individuals. This is a group of people that together form something beautiful, and God has big plans in store for them as he does for us. So the question is, how do we become this mosaic together? So we've just wrapped up our revisioning process. We've shared just a little bit about that. We'll share more in the weeks and months ahead. But we do have some clear direction for who we are, who we want to become in 2023. So one of our big questions is, what does it look like to live the life of a Jesus follower? So that that question is very important to our leadership team, to our church. So we're not asking the question right now, you know, what are all the theological bullet points you must say that you believe? Rather, we're asking the question, what does it look like to live the life of a Jesus follower? And so we are calling the, the answer to this question our missional marks. So this is what we're inviting ourselves into and those who come around our church Uh, to live the life of a Jesus follower, and those are pretty simple, and we'll flesh these out in the weeks ahead. Praying, resting, learning, gathering, contributing, and we'll be referring to these as our rule of life, and your word of the year will have plenty of opportunity to be practiced within the framework of this rule of life, and you may not know what that is yet. That's okay. Stay tuned for more detail on what we have in mind when we say rule of life. But we believe that as we together live out this rule of life and invite others into it as well, then we will create a beautiful mosaic where the following things are happening where we're experiencing renewal rather than just mere religion, where we're experiencing healing rather than hiding, we're experiencing grace rather than shame, we're experiencing engagement rather than avoidance, and finally, Service rather than self or self seeking. So, we believe all of these things will result in Mosaic Church being and becoming a place that unites people in the way of Jesus. So, this morning, today, um, on New Year's, I want to share this one tool that will help us get there together Word of the Year. Okay, Word of the Year, what is it? It's, It's not a New Year's resolution, it is a growth word. It is a a word that represents where you sense God wanting you to cooperate with him in your life, okay? Um, But I would also say uh, you don't have to have a relationship with God to use this tool. So this is an invitation to anyone and everyone, whether you say you follow Jesus or you don't, uh, I want to invite you to practice Word of the Year in 2023 with us. Uh, A few assumptions that I make... Uh, when we choose a word of the year, is that, one, God is already at work in your life. I I believe that. He is is at work in your life, even now. In fact, God, another assumption is that God cares more about your growth than you do. God cares more about your growth than I do, as a pastor, even, um, another assumption is that you will face real opposition in your life. So be careful which word you choose because if it's truly an area where God is at work in your life, then you are likely to face opposition in that area, which is, can be a good thing. Which uh, leads to another assumption that true growth um, is slow and often difficult. So when we choose a word of the year and we haven't mastered it by, you know, Valentine's Day, February 14th, we don't give up. We expect that. We expect the growth to be slow and difficult. And another assumption is that it is worth it. Uh, Practicing word of the year is worth it. So I would invite you... um, Maybe you already have some ideas stirring even as I'm talking like, oh, maybe this is my word of the year. Or maybe you have an idea you wanna share for your spouse or your sibling or a friend. So I'm gonna give you an opportunity to push pause right now and ask whoever you're with, hey, do you have any ideas already about what my word of the year for 2023 might be? Or maybe you have some ideas and you need to begin journaling them. So feel free to push pause, take all the time you need and then rejoin me when you're ready. Welcome back, friends. Okay, so word of the year for 2023. Uh, We've developed a word of the year worksheet that we'll make available online. We'll flood your inbox with it. We'll put it on social media. It's just something that you can work through and uh, maybe you even just take what's on the worksheet and put it in your journal. Um, And it just basically is my 2023 grace-based growth word is fill in the blank. Okay, what is the word that you're, you're settling on? And um, my goal for you is not that you would have this chosen by the end of this talk or even the end of the day. Maybe, maybe work towards the end of January to have settled into a word that, where you sense God at work in your life. Um, and then second, what is a key scripture or maybe a quote that uh, you can orient uh, or memorize that gets at this key word, uh, key growth word? Maybe, maybe you take Ephesians 2.10 and maybe your word is mosaic or something like that or poema, you know, that you want to really grow as, as uh, being part of God's beautiful uh, poem. So uh, what's your key scripture, a key quote, and then just a brief statement of why this word? Why, why have you chosen this word? Um, this 2023, I chose the word presence. And the reason I chose that word was I found it very difficult to be fully present in the moment, whether I was with my wife or my kids or my church family or in these different environments. And so I sensed God wanting me to grow in being present. So that's why I chose the word. And then to, uh, to really kind of flesh out a, a plan for, for potentially, for hopefully growing in this, this word, we have a few categories for you. First, knowledge. What do you need to know? What do you need to know to grow in this, this word? So this might be a book or resource that you, you choose to read uh, or a podcast maybe you lean into. Um, so what do I need to know? Um, one year, uh, the word I chose was self-control. And so I did a study through the scripture on self-control, and I was trying to understand and know, like, what does it mean for God to be active in my life, but yet I'm supposed to demonstrate self-control. So just an example, I had some things to learn, to know. And then character, how does my heart need to change? Um, That's character. Skills, what do I need to learn how to do? So presence, uh, one of the, the practices I need to to engage in is probably something like mindfulness, where I actually set aside time and practice the skill of being present so that I can apply that in the different uh, environments of my life, with my family, with my kids, my my wife, with you all, when I'm sitting with you. And then finally, vision. What will growth look like in this area? So if I come to the end of the year, and most of these words of the year are actually uh, decades-long project, where we keep coming back to these words, we never master them, but we can uh, look at what would growth look like if, if I, if Ben, were a more present person, a more present husband, a more present father, present pastor, present friend. So that's vision, okay? So I, I uh, just, uh, just briefly sharing about my own practice with the Word of the Year, I began this in 2011. Uh, so this is uh, 11 years in, this will be my 12th Year choosing a word of the year was kind of, it's actually pretty fun to look back and, and see what God has done and to also see all the areas where I continue to need to grow in these words. Uh, but I, I wanted to share the, the very first word that I chose in 2011. I looked at Maris, and uh, for those of you that have heard me share this, I am sorry. I'm sharing it over and over again, but for me, it's also a good reminder. I looked at Maris's, my word for 2011, I think it should be discipline. I will give you uh, one little caveat. If you think your word should be discipline, you might be a type A, Enneagram 1, someone who's kind of a go-getter. And uh, I would encourage you that maybe discipline isn't the word you need, and you should ask a trusted friend. Some of you, maybe it's it's the right word. But for me, I said, Maris, I wanna choose discipline. And she looked at me, she said, how about sensitivity? And that kind of hurts. But when I stopped and thought about it, I think she's right. I think sensitivity should be my growth word of the year in 2011. So thank God for my wife Maris, and and uh, even though it stung at first to lean into that, and and Lord willing, over the last decade, you know, I think I I've, I've grown and have room to grow in this area of sensitivity. I've chosen other words over the years. Um, in 2015, I mentioned self-control. In 2018, I chose the word compassion, and I wrote down the Greek word next to it, splagnon. So I did a big study kind of on, on the, the, the idea of love moved to action and the, the picture of the prodigal father the, in the prodigal son story, where he has compassion. He's moved in his gut with, uh, to action with his son, and then he runs to meet him. So that was kind of my, my scripture that I had in mind that year. Um, in uh, 2020, i had chosen one word, temperance, but, you know, COVID hit. And so halfway through the, the year, I have 2020.5. I chose, I switched to the word rooted. You know, I think that's okay if, if, the, if you sense God moving in a different direction. Because in that season when pandemic hit, um, you know, I sensed a real need for the roots to go deep. And uh, kind of the imagery in Psalm 1 really came to mind. Um, I've already shared briefly, uh, my word this year was presence. And um, ironically, as soon as I chose that word, I began working part-time for Habitat for Humanity. So part of our church's merging where we want to keep all of our staff together. So that involves some pay decreases. So some of us taking on extra work. So I started working for Habitat for Humanity January 4th, 2022. And I was struggling to be present more than ever. And I probably forgot the word very quickly. Um, and I just just couldn't. I didn't even have the, the uh, fortitude to even think about my word of the year being presence. I was pretty much in survival mode. Um, but periodically that word would just come back to mind. Yes, even in these circumstances where I feel busy, I feel overwhelmed, God is calling me into greater presence. And I actually, um, uh, one of the the steps I took was to go back to therapy. I had gotten some therapy in 2021, uh, another story there, when my word of the year was calm, and we can talk about that. But I went back to therapy because I'm like, I really need to grow in being able to be present. Even with my own emotions, I learned. I started a a Spotify playlist called Presence about halfway through the year. I was like, oh yeah, my word of the year is presence. Where can I uh, get some time to think about this and cultivate presence? Um, uh, Throughout the year, my kids have uh, reflected back to me at times. Hey, dad, you're not being present with us. And it stings in the moment, but I'm like, wow, how amazing is it that I have kids that can clearly communicate to me where I'm lacking as a parent and where I could have a win as a, as a, as a dad. So I've had people cheering me on even this year when I don't feel like I've um, grown as much as I would like in my Word of the Year presence. Uh, the last little practical um, related to knowledge for the word presence for me this year. And I just happened to buy a book from Target uh, because there was a sale. And you know how I am with deals, you know, buy two, get one free. So I had to pick a book. So I was buying a couple books from Maddox. And the book I chose, uh, not even thinking about my word of the year, uh, when I when I opened it and looked at it, I read it, I mean I had chosen it, it was A Non-Anxious Presence by Mark Sayers. And I thought, wow, that's just about right. Um, So I've I've been reading that book and learning and thinking about how do I become a leader who's who brings non anxious presence uh, in the midst of these really challenging, polarizing, uh, difficult times that we face. So that's a little of my reflection on Word of the Year for 2022, and I don't know what my word for 2023 will be. I'm open to suggestions, uh, church family and friends. So if you uh, have a a word for me or uh, something to consider, please let me know. And if you want to invite me into that in your life, you know, I'll think about it too. So Mosaic family, what is your word of the year? And how can I cheer you on in 2023? So to close this time, I'd like to read a blessing over you and over Mosaic Church. Uh, by John O'Donohue called For a New Beginning. So my wife, Maris, uh, she shared this blessing with me on the Kansas Prairie Trail uh, a few years ago at the beginning of the year, and it's always stuck with me, and I want to share it now with you. So this is For a New Beginning by John O'Donohue, and we can think of this uh, together as a new church, but also you individually at the beginning of a new year, 2023. In out-of-the-way places of the heart, where your thoughts never think to wander, this beginning has been quietly forming, waiting until you were ready to emerge. For a long time it has watched your desire, feeling the emptiness growing inside you, noticing how you willed yourself on, still unable to leave what you had outgrown. It watched you play with the seduction of safety and the gray promises that sameness whispered heard the waves of turmoil rise and relent, wondered, would you always live like this? Then the delight, when your courage kindled and out you stepped onto new ground, your eyes young again with energy and dream, a path of plenitude opening before you. Though your destination is not yet clear, you can trust the promise of this opening, unfurl yourself into the grace of beginning that is at one with your life's desire." Awaken your spirit to adventure. Hold nothing back. Learn to find ease in risk. Soon you will home in a new rhythm for your soul senses the world that awaits you. Let us pray. Father, thank you that you are giving us another year together. May we be curious about what you're up to in each of our lives individually and in and through Mosaic Church. In Jesus' name, And all God's people said, amen. So happy new year and see you Sunday. This teaching was recorded by Mosaic Church in Manhattan, Kansas, where we're uniting people in the way of Jesus. For more resources like this, visit mosaicmhk.com.